When someone first comes in and you see that discouragement on their face, they've tried so many different products, but nothing seemed to work for them. I'm able to take that disappointment and that pain and turn it into hope. You're listening to Mallory, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. And they try the art supports. It's a light up moment. You see their face brighten up. They go from feeling discouraged to being happy and hopeful again. For over 25 years, the Goodfeet store and our art support specialist have been helping folks live the life they love without foot, knee, hip, or back pain getting in the way. That's why this job is so important. They're helping people, getting back into the activities that they've wanted to do for a long time, doing the things that they love to do with their Good Feet Art Supports. We're able to help them and take them from the pain to the possibilities, and I love it. The Good Feet Store is located in Fairfax, Leesburg, Rockville, Baltimore and Hunt Valley, and in Annapolis in the Annapolis Harbor Center. For more information, go to goodfeet.com. How many have Facebook? Not too many here. How many over there? Oh, more over here. Okay, I'm going to talk to you. Too. No, no. Okay, I'm not advising yes or no, but it, it's, a good, it's a good barometer of society right now. There are other barometers, but that's one of them. And for the last week or so, how many of us who, who are on Facebook, and maybe others who aren't have received it in other ways, have seen pictures of family gatherings. Some goofy, some holy, some around a table, some opening gifts, but family gatherings. I have a very loony family back in Jersey, so we took a picture of family gatherings and we all had masks on, so you couldn't tell who was behind the mask. So that was really goofy, but yet we, other, we took other pictures too. But, but people do that. They, they come together, as Christians we do it, during this time of year especially, and we, we gather and we take pictures and we, we celebrate and we eat and who knows what else. But just as the stillness of a photo shows us, you can't get into the depth of that family picture, whether it's on a postcard, a Christmas card, Facebook, or any other way we, we receive pictures. If you get into the depth of those pictures, everyone's smiling and waving and opening gifts, then you would see the reality. I always think like, like Norman Rockwell pictures, you know, the be really beautiful cards, the older ones, everyone's sitting around the table, everyone's smiling, it looks good. No one ever has to go to the bathroom. They're all there, all, already posing, and they're, they're safe. No one ever has to leave, no one takes his or her cell and goes someplace else. No, 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 no. In the ideal, everything is, Italians say, bella figura. Everything is a beautiful, beautiful presentation, right? But underneath all of that, Maron, what problems we have, right? What family doesn't have, don't raise your hands now, what family doesn't have a little dysfunction in it? What family doesn't have an addict or a pain in the neck grandmother or child or, or, or nagging person or a grump and, and kids who are defiant and every family has at least one of them and there's enough to go around for all our families and you all, now, now, you, can, now you can raise your hand, do any, any of you have, any, and I'm not going to ask who, anybody have any of those in your families? Up there they have a lot, down here not so much. I think this group lies, how about you, do you have any of those in your family? Yeah, okay. 
Today we celebrate the feast of the Holy Family. Dysfunction galore. Dysfunction galore. Young maiden woman, young girl, pregnant, not married. In those times, she could have been taken outside the walls of the city and stoned to death. Young man, jilted, he's promised to her, he's espoused to this young lady, believes he's jilted. What's going on here? Imagine we say traditionally Mary's parents were Joachim and Anna. Imagine the distress. We brought the kid up right, we bring her to the temple, we, we taught her the, all the rules of Moses, and now behind our backs, She's with child? Joseph's family we don't even know about. Who knows? They, maybe they, they said to him, you know, you chose her, you're stuck with her. Who knows what they said? Dysfunction galore. The climate, the political climate into which the kid would eventually be born. Crazy. Herod, out to kill any, any boy born within the year or so, because that boy may be the Messiah who's going to overthrow his kingdom. So all the boys are subject to death. Feast of the Holy Innocents. Dysfunction? The kid's born in a stable. Now, you're familiar with stables. They stink. The first people to come to the kid in the stables are the outlaws, the brigands, the shepherds. Oh, they're not like the little shepherds we have under our Christmas trees. The shepherds in the time of Jesus were shady characters. Nobody trusted them. Dysfunction, overwhelming dysfunction. That's our holy family. That's what we have to look at when we're looking at the reality of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. <clears throat> because that family did what you and I could do now. The scriptures are beautiful today. They tell him in the book of Sirach, which was a, a manual on how to behave. God sets his father over his children, a mother's authority, he confirms, and then goes on to tell we who are children of fathers, take care of your father, take care of your mother, don't disgrace them. It doesn't say in here, in these words, Mothers, I don't care how old you are, you're still a, a person, and so is your son or daughter still a person. Respect him or her as you expected your children to respect you growing up. It doesn't say mothers who are narcissists, who are self-centered, who don't care anything about them, anything but themselves. Get off your high horses and love and forgive. That's said to everybody. And to fathers, don't nag your sons and daughters. Yeah, okay. We, we, we sort of skirt that when we're looking at the Holy Family. You know Jesus was disciplined. You know he was put in a corner or, or put on a stool if they didn't put him on a, 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 a time out. I don't know why. I don't know I wasn't there. But if Mary and Joseph were raising this child as a normal Hebrew child of, of the period, he went off with his buddies. He did things that he shouldn't have done. We can't say sin. 
okay, because we think Jesus, being God, did not sin, could not sin, but he probably did things with his buddies, well, like getting lost in the temple. Come on. You're making us crazy. They go, to, they go into the temple. What are you doing here? We, we're days away from home, and you're here. We've got to come back to the temple. You don't think he got a you know, bakala when he went home? I think he did. So dysfunction, I don't, I don't want to say it's normal. We use that word. I use it because I'm a family therapist. In family therapy. Dysfunctions are families that are involved with, and there's only need, you only need one. You only need an identified person for it to spread through the family. Involved with addiction, involved with, with alcoholism, involved with, with any kind of, of, of disorder. And that goes through the whole family. The whole family is dealing with that burden. Not one, not the, the boy or girl, the father or mother who's carrying the, the dysfunction. Everybody deals with it, because it's a family. And the same thing we have in the time of Jesus. His family, his mother and father, foster father, Joseph, had to deal with his dysfunction. He's an adult, and he's criticized by people. They, they probably went to Mary and, hey, you should see your, your son, what he's saying. He's a nut. Don't, think, don't you think Mary knew what's going on? When Simeon took the child, he warned Mary, seven dollars will fill your heart. You'll suffer. And I have to say that's probably the norm for every parent. You will suffer. You do suffer. You have suffered to have your child or children. Whether it's by, by their illness or by their personality or by their defiance or even by their love. We are all members of God's family. He gives us his son, Jesus, and that parent, Joseph, and that other parent, Mary, to guide us, to give us examples of what it looks like to be a whole family. Forget the H, W, whole family. And a whole family has its ups and downs. A whole family has dysfunctions and accomplishments. A whole family has kids who graduate with PhDs and some kids who end up in the gutter. A whole family is normal. And we're all part of one or the other. But there's something about the gift of family life that brings us together, either through friendship or biology, brings us together and makes people our family members. And that's love. And the scriptures, uh, today's scriptures are wonderful. Take them home. I guess you can't take your missalettes home, but go home and refer to these sections in the scriptures, Colossians 3. It's like a handbook on how to take care of one another, how to be a family person. Bear with one another. Show one another heartfelt compassion. We all know about tough love and don't give, but, but we also have to realize that it is love. So we can't give in to the whims of a child or a parent that are dysfunctional or addicted. We can love them at a distance. We can love them and not be in contact with them sometimes because even the contact is dysfunctional. So the scriptures tell us in Paul's letter to the Colossians, 
And this wasn't written by Paul, it's attributed to Paul, but it was written well after Paul's life. Forgive one another as God forgives you. And I guess we have to remember that first. That God forgives us. When we ask for forgiveness, God forgives us. He doesn't say, well, you know, you did last week, you did that. He forgives us. Do we forgive one another when we ask for it? Do we forgive one another when it's needed? And he tells us to put on something. As I mentioned before, I stood at that door, and this is Florida. Today, I think it's 60, and you guys are freezing. 21 is freezing up north. Same freezing. But anyway, as I stood at the door, some of you had shorts, some of you had sweaters, some of you had goofy sweaters, I guess Christmas gifts that you have to use. Some of you had scarves around your necks. Why? We dress, we dress for the appropriate occasion. This book, God's Holy Word, is telling us how to dress every day. Above all the things that we have, forgiving, loving, taking care, compassion, humility, gentleness, and patience, over all of that, like this chasuble, over all of that, put on love. That is what the Holy Family did. That's why we look at Jesus, Mary, and Joseph in that family, that even in all the dysfunctions that may have surrounded their lives, they put on love. And how did that come across? Trust. Mary trusting the message of an angel, that you are to be the mother of God. Joseph trusting the voice of a messenger in his dream. Take this kid and his mother. They're yours. It's by the Holy Spirit that she conceived. Trust. Even to the day of the cross, Jesus trusted. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. This is our day. I don't care if you have the wackiest family God ever created. I don't care if you think you have the holiest family God ever created. It's your family. It's blood. And let me tell you something about the in-laws. <clears throat> don't talk about your in-laws. Don't talk against your in-laws. You know why? Because the person to whom you're speaking, your husband or wife, is their blood. So whatever you say about their mothers or fathers or sisters, you're saying about them. That's just a little P.S. It has nothing to do with the scriptures. Oh, does it, right? Above all that we have to give each other, the scriptures tell us today to model our lives on that crazy, wacko, dysfunctional, holy family. And I'm not being inappropriate just using that terminology in the course of a hom homily because you and I both know Jesus, Mary, and Joseph are our role models. And Joseph and Mary gave us their son, Jesus, to be our brother. You don't have a better family with him as our brother.
Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. It's not too late to make someone's holiday season a special one. Start now as an Amazon delivery station warehouse associate to earn some extra money for the holidays. You'd help bring joy to thousands near you by preparing packages and loading them up for their final delivery. With night and early morning shifts available through the new year, you'd also have the flexibility to spend time with your loved ones. To start as a delivery station associate, go to Amazon.com slash holiday work. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer.